There's a reason why in Florida, professional wrestling was deemed an essential business. Because it kicks ass. This is Heel Turns and Headlocks. And this is Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of the Heel Turns and Headbox Podcast. My name is Brian LaPrey, and with me, as always, the Chicagoan Dragon, Bear Julia. I might have to trademark that. That's pretty good. Thank you. Uh-huh. Make it a t-shirt, baby. Uh, oh, don't don't tell me with a good time now. <laughs> Speaking of dragons, we are here today to talk about the American Dragon. And if you don't recognize that nickname, well. Long before the Yes movement, that was the name of one Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, a man who has kind of been the source of a great deal of speculation over the past few days, weeks, months, years, question mark. Uh, everyone's always wanted to know, is there a, a wrestling life that awaits Daniel Bryan outside of WWE. And I think the source of that question has come from a, the fact that Daniel Bryan is pretty much indisputably one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. He is as accomplished as anyone has been over the last 15, 20 years, four-time WWE champion. He wrestled for a world title at WrestleMania on four different occasions, including two main events, one of which he not only beat Uh, Batista and Randy Orton in the main event for the WWE World Heavyweight title, but he beat Triple H that same night. So he basically just cleaned out Evolution. Uh, He's won the Intercontinental title, U.S. title. Ric Flair. Ric Ric Flair. Flair. (laughs) We coming for you, sucker. We're coming for you. That's what awaits Ric Flair and AEW. Daniel Bryan forcing him to tap. And the podcast, we're done. (laughs) Talk about a dream feud, baby. If only we had a time machine, because that would be incredible. Now, speaking of dream feuds, well, we're taking a little bit of a diversion, but staying along those lines. If you follow us on social media, you know that we uh, we recently gave you an update. If you haven't seen it, we'll give you a condensed version right here. Essentially, we've realized that in recent months, we kind of started to fall out of love with our greatest love, and that is professional wrestling that weighed heavily on both of us on a personal level on a professional level both and we've kind of reconvened to realize that we have to stop forcing ourselves to do things that don't make us happy i would encourage anyone else doing any other thing to take that advice it works wonders and so we're trying to focus on the things that we love about professional wrestling and hopefully those who support us and listen to us share those same passions now One of the great things about talking about Daniel Bryan is that it enables us to explore our wide array of wrestling passions. Now, if you've read any of Daniel Bryan's interviews over the course of his career, you likely know that there's one thing that he absolutely adores, and that is wrestling. He was the wrestler of the WWE main event scene, if you will, for a long time, and 
He actually spoke fairly recently about the fact that he wants to wrestle into his 60s and 70s like Terry Funk. Uh, he, he wants to wrestle all over the world. He wants to. I mean, hey, when he was in WWE and, and he was asked the question about who do you want to wrestle? He said guys like Big E when Big E was still a quote unquote tag team specialist. He said guys like Grand Metalik when nobody would even think twice about that. Daniel Bryan has a great passion for wrestling. He has a great love of the sport of it. And that really got us to thinking, yes, we know the rumors are that Daniel Bryan is heading to AEW, but why can't the American Dragon benefit from this forbidden door being kicked off its hinges? And along those lines, why can't we see Daniel Bryan in an impact wrestling ring? I know. I know, kind of crazy, but Impact Wrestling have really produced some strong, high-quality shows, and they're bringing in some significant stars. They're bringing in two, I would say, contemporary pure pro wrestling stars and superstars in Kenny Omega and Jay White, two former IWGP heavyweight champions, of course, Kenny Omega, the reigning AEW world champion, as well as the impact in TNA world heavyweight champion. Uh, but also they're bringing in Finn juice. They're bringing in a Satoshi Kojima legends of new Japan pro wrestling, contemporary stars of new Japan pro wrestling, working with AEW wrestlers. We just awesomely saw Frankie Kazarian make his long awaited return to impact wrestling after many years. The point I'm trying to get at is impact is turning things around. And the reason they're doing that is because they quietly have some legitimately great wrestlers on their roster. Some guys who you might not know right now, but I can almost guarantee that at some point in the next few years, you will hear their name on a major stage, whether that be the continued regrowth, if you will, of Impact Wrestling or AEW or anywhere else. The reality is there is a lot to love about Impact Wrestling, and that's why we wanted to talk about one of our favorite companies ever, TNA, and how Daniel Bryan could fit into the fold. And while I won't stretch and use the words dream feud, because I think that's reserved for something stronger, I will say there are five great matches, and of course, some honorable mentions, that await Daniel Bryan in Impact Wrestling and Bear. That all begins with you and I, one of our favorite wrestlers in the history of this beautiful industry, Alex, the technical messiah, Shelley. For any of you guys that have already listened to this podcast once or twice before, you know our affinity for one, Alex Shelley. Recently, he came back to Impact Wrestling to become become a two-time only, which is really weird, right? A two-time uh, Impact Wrestling tag team champion alongside uh, Chris Saban. Only two times, really? On top of that, he's only a one-time X Division champion. Brian and I were talking about this the other day, just how abysmal the lack of accolades there are for one Alex Shelley in Impact Wrestling. But this is not about the misfortunes of Impact and what they've done in their past. This is about the future. And seeing Alex Shelley, again, technical messiah, just man of many different nicknames. If you guys can go back, like, I've raved about this match before tna genesis 2009 alex shelley versus chris saban brian and i are compiling our own um five-star man well brian is i'm just kind of piggybacking off his stuff as i naturally do um 
Alex Shelley against Chris Saban, TNA Genesis 2009 for the vacant TNA X Division X Division Championship. Five stars, six stars. However many stars you want to give a match. Oh my god, it was great. So seeing Alex Shelley face off against Brian Danielson would be something we haven't seen in quite some time. You know, the two of them did match up in Ring of Honor. I believe the year was 2008. It's been 13 years now since we've seen this match. Of course, both of their careers have gone different paths. Obviously, Shelley is still a mainstay in the independent scene slash impact wrestling. Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan, as you all know, the accolades are endless in WWE. He's a first ballot surefire Hall of Famer. Seeing Brian Danielson in an impact wrestling ring, going up against a guy who's a seasoned veteran like himself and Alex Shelley would do wonders for the brand. And I think it's just what impact really needs. Look, impact has been consistently producing quality wrestling and maybe it's flown under the radar. I don't know, but you know, Josh Alexander as X division champion and, and the motor city machine guns returning and Sammy Callahan and Eddie Edwards, et cetera, et cetera. And we'll get to some of these names. They've consistently been putting out quality wrestling with some innovative performers who take offensive execution to a, really pushing the boundaries, which is what TNA was always about. When it comes to pushing the boundaries of offensive execution in professional wrestling, there are few who even begin to compare to Alex Shelley. If you haven't seen it, go back and watch the videos that uh, I guess seen them, but see, watch the multiple videos that WWE actually produced about Alex Shelley when he teamed up with Kushida to reunite the time splitters for one night only spoiler alert, I guess in the dusty tag classic, really good match against grizzled young veterans, by the way, if you haven't seen that as well, but point is. Alex Shelley, man, if you watch that video, you'll see guys like Johnny Gargano, who is on record as saying that, Alex Shelley is pretty much his wrestling idol, you know, Cesaro and Nigel McGuinness and all of these great WWE wrestlers and ring of honor greats and independent wrestling greats praising Alex Shelley for his innovation. Now, what made Alex Shelley so special is he had that complete package of character work of being able to fly off the top rope, dive to the outside without necessarily relying on it as a crutch. And more than anything, being one of the best technical wrestlers ever. What Alex Shelley is able to do on the mat is absolutely remarkable. It is mesmerizing the way he's able to move, the way he's able to control and isolate a limb and pick on it for a full match. And then when he grapples standing up, just as incredible, just as innovative, just as creative. He and Daniel Bryan have not only wrestled before, but they've actually had some really good matches against each other, both in singles and tag team settings. If you haven't watched it, there is actually a great tag team match from Ring of Honor Fueling the Fire in 2008, Motor City Machine Guns against Austin Aries and Bryan Danielson. Sorry for the Austin Aries shout out, but this is more about Shelly and Danielson. I digress. Point is, these guys have tangled before and it's always been good. I think it would be very interesting, as Bear said, 13 years later. 13 years since their last singles match, going on 14, actually. It would be pretty damn cool to see them lock up and, and write a, a, a wrestling love letter to Ring of Honor and, and give fans like us a chance to praise these two innovators for everything that they've contributed to professional wrestling through companies like Ring of Honor, 
sorry about that, through companies like Ring of Honor, but also through companies like Impact Wrestling slash TNA. I think this is, look, plain and simple, let's put it like this. Daniel Bryan is widely regarded as one of the best technical wrestlers of all time, right? He's in that angle, Benoit, Hart, Guerrero, Malenko kind of tier where you're among the best of the best. Dynamite kid. Oh, Zack Sabre Jr. Yes, he belongs there already. Uh, You know, he's in that tier. You know what? Alex Shelley should be in that tier too. And there's a reason why the man's nickname is the technical messiah. When it comes to professional wrestling, few have ever done it better than Daniel Bryan and few have ever done it better than Alex Shelley. That is a main event level, uh, not only match, but feud. Yeah, Alex Shelley, great character, always has been. Daniel Bryan, not, I mean, you can't say enough good things about him. I hope this happens. I hope this happens in Impact in specific. I think it would be a very cool setting to see them kind of show for a roster full of young up-and-coming wrestlers, many of whom we will reference coming up very soon. These two guys undoubtedly influenced that generation or this current generation. It would be great to see them have a chance to show that in a major spotlight. And with that, we translate to one of the incredible young wrestlers on this Impact Wrestling roster, a guy who is, spoiler alert, the newest member of Bullet Club, Chris Bay and Bear. When we talk about offensive creativity, there are not many wrestlers in the world right now who do crazier things than Chris Bay. He's only 25 years of age. And Chris Bay being a, an already former X division champion is exactly what impact wrestling awarded him in 2020 one to watch in 2021. Chris Bay has all the potential in the world to be a star. I believe Cody Rhodes prior to AEW mentioned Chris Bay was a name that he would like to work with on the, on the independent scene. There's a reason for that. Chris Bay, again, master of finesse, all that good stuff. He's so innovative in the ring. He's, so damn good at what he does. And you know what? Bullet Club doesn't just recruit anyone. If they did, they'd be a lot bigger of a stable than they are, right? But they only, and I hate to bring out the dad pun, but they only recruit the elite of the elite. Yeah, thank you. Only the elite of professional wrestling. There's a reason why Jay White came to Impact Wrestling in the first place, aside from, you know, giving us that potential dream match with Kenny Omega. But he recruited personally recruited Chris Bay into the stable seeing Chris Bay, who again, Brian Danielson has gone on record to say he wants to work with the youth movement, the young up and coming guys. How big of an up and coming guy can you get than Chris Bay, who again, already a one-time former X division champion. And right now he's just feud. He's, currently feuding with with um excuse me former bullet club members kenny omega and the good brothers seeing brian seeing chris bay maneuver into a feud with brian danielson it would be we talked about with alex shelley another technical masterpiece it doesn't even have to be a feud of it's it's not a sports entertainment feud this is a strictly professional wrestling feud, which I think is what Brian Danielson's looking for at the tail end of his career. He's looking to wrestle. He's a wrestler first and foremost. Seeing him do that against a young up-and-coming guy like Chris Bay would not only give Brian Danielson what he wants, but it would elevate Chris Bay to levels that he hasn't gotten to quite yet. And eventually we're going to see that for sure because Chris Bay has 
the whole world in his hands. He's definitely the future of professional wrestling. I think this is going to be a guy that's going to be a household name eventually amongst wrestling fans, especially, again, in a feud like with Brian Danielson. There's no one bigger for him to feud than the American Dragon himself. Look, 25 years old, already a former X Division champion. Now he is pretty much, you know, kayfabe or otherwise, who knows, but handpicked by Jay White himself, the leader of Bullet Club, to join well, Bullet Club. Uh, Chris Bay, 25, and he's, look, insanely talented. Legitimately one of, like, it, it, a reason to go and watch Impact every week. When he's on the TV, you're going to be entertained. You're going to be impressed. Uh, he actually just had a really good match against Juice Robinson this week, right before joining Bullet Club officially. And he was making his rounds, if you will. It, it, COVID was really a pain on multiple levels, and I'm not trying to minimize that, but it really sucked for wrestlers who are up and coming because it limited their versatility. But if you look at it, I mean, at the end of 2020, Chris Bay actually wrestled in New Japan Pro Wrestling Super J Cup. That is a sign of how he is making a name for himself. More than his age and upside and everything else, as Bear said, Daniel Bryan wants to wrestle the next generation. And this is a measuring stick kind of match. If you can go out there and you can hold your own against Daniel Bryan, your upside and your age, it kind of becomes irrelevant because you've arrived. And I think that's what this rivalry could do. And look, take like let's let's break kayfabe, if you will. I honestly am having some kind of an inclination that maybe Chris Bay is going to be the one who finally wins that title back from Kenny Omega. And if he does win that title back from Kenny Omega, an even better reason to one day see Chris Bay versus Daniel Bryan. Even if he loses to Kenny Omega, I think he'll have a hell of a showing. I think he'll prove that maybe he's not on that level yet, but it's only a matter of time before he is. Incredibly creative and really one of the key wrestlers who represents the very bright future of Impact Wrestling, which is exactly what I think Daniel Bryan would be looking for. Now, moving from the future of Impact to the present, the guy who pretty much starts and finishes Impact's weekly uh, montage video that opens the show, that would be Eddie Edwards, a guy who, if you're an independent wrestling fan, you know all about Eddie Edwards. Some of the hardest chops in the history of professional wrestling, that much is known, but Eddie in Impact has been different, right? He, he's completely changed from the guy who became the first ever ring of honor triple crown champion the first ever in a company that's had every great independent wrestler turned wrestling superstar you can think of daniel bryan cm punk samoa joe etc etc the first triple crown champion i mean that's that's pretty big deal right you know ring of honor world champion two-time tag champion world television champion and an impact hey hell of a resume Two-time TNA World Heavyweight Champion slash Impact World Champion. Uh, Five-time TNA World Tag Team Champion. Multi-time X Division Champion. Eddie Edwards had a hell of a career. No question about it. And at 37, I mean, in this day and age, with the way that wrestlers keep going, fair to say he's not slowing down, right? Uh, he's been great, and he might continue to be great. But he's different now. It's almost like he's had that 
Tommy Dreamer type of transformation, right? Where he's gone from the guy who wouldn't be a hardcore wrestler to a guy who seems to be a hardcore wrestler. And that's been a divisive reality. Let's just call it for what it is. That's something that some people love and some people are not so fond of. So Bear, what if, what if a certain Daniel Bryan were the one who comes to Impact Wrestling and makes it clear why he's here? He's here to challenge Eddie Edwards to bring back the American Wolf, to bring back the elite technical wrestler, just like Daniel Bryan, who once led Ring of Honor, a company they both love. We haven't seen Brian Danielson versus Eddie Edwards since April of 2009. Both men are incredible in, in singles competition, at least. They're both much different athletes nowadays, right? Again, we said this about Brian and Shelly. They both went on different career paths. But like Eddie Edwards, you know, this is from an interview that he had about Impact Wrestling itself. I want to be the guy. There is no other option. This is what I want to do. It's something that I really believe in, and it's something in my heart, and I take a lot of pride not only in what I do but in what Impact does. I feel we can do so much more and continue to ride this momentum and continue to get better. I want to be the guy at the forefront of it and help be one of the faces of Impact. I know how good it is and how good it can be. I want to be the one wearing the Impact shirt and waving the Impact flag. I want to retire an Impact player. This guy's proud to be an Impact wrestling guy. He knows where he wants to retire, what he wants to do. You put him up against you. You prove how good he is. You you prove how good anyone is putting him in the ring with Brian Danielson because he's one of the one of if not the best wrestlers in the world who's not named what Kenny Omega or AJ Styles. It's all subjective, of course, and I know everybody has their own opinion, but putting Eddie Edwards in a match with Brian Danielson is really what impact could use to take impact themselves to the next level. Any of these matches obviously will take impact to the next level because it's Brian Danielson, one of the best in the world, but seeing Eddie Edwards at the forefront of that, because he wants to be that guy. He wants to be that impact player pun intended. How do you, how do you go? How do you write a better storyline than that? Right? Just two guys that want to wrestle, just wrestle again. This is not a sports entertainment type podcast here today, folks. We're just talking strictly wrestling. Eddie Edwards is damn good at what he does. Brian Danielson, obviously the best. Put those two together and you just magic, baby. Magic. And if you want the sports entertainment side of it, I think this is the best possible way to advance the character that is Eddie Edwards. He can continue to be this new age Tommy Dreamer. He can continue to be this hardcore wrestler who might not be the the technical style wrestler that he used to be but it would be a great reminder that he's still capable of doing it when he needs to i think that adds depth to the character and i think that eddie edwards versus daniel bryan would be one of the biggest matches that impact could produce right now and i think it's something that a lot of fans of that age of ring of honor of the mid to late 2000s and the early 2010s would really respond to and really be interested in because these are two guys who are pretty beloved. And look, if we don't see it, I'd kind of be sad to be honest with you because they do have a, a very similar history. But 
more than anything, I think this furthers Eddie Edwards' career and character, and this gives Daniel Bryan an opportunity to just do what he does best, and that is straight up wrestle. Now, if you want to talk about wrestling, there is a man in Impact Wrestling right now who is very quickly and very quietly, and it shouldn't be quiet, changing the way that the X Division Championship is perceived, much like some legendary wrestlers before him, like a man named Samoa Joe, let's say. Josh Alexander is breaking the mold of what you expect from the X Division, and he is making the high flyers experience the absolute terror of wrestling one of the truly elite technical wrestlers in the world today. Josh Alexander has been magnificent. His match against TJP on Before the Impact has garnered rave reviews from all around the world. An Iron Man match that I think a lot of us maybe went into and were a little skeptical of. And then it was like, holy crap, this match is great for whatever it's worth to you. On Cage Match, it has a rating, an average rating over nine. He recently had a great match against Black Taurus at Impact Wrestling Homecoming. Everything that Josh Alexander touches right now is turning to gold. And the reason is his physicality, his experience as both a singles and a tag team wrestler, and his technical wrestling prowess. And who does that sound a little bit similar to? Oh, right. Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson. I think Bryan Danielson has proven through his interviews over the years that he is one of those guys who likes to keep his ear to the pavement, as they say, and keep an eye out for the great wrestling all around the world because he just loves wrestling. He loves watching wrestling. He loves being in the ring. I have to imagine that one Josh Alexander is firmly on his radar. And if he's not, he certainly should be. Bear, this is a match that would be physical, violent, and an absolute clinic on the mat. Two of the best wrestlers in the world right now. Honestly, Outside of Shelly, this is probably the reason that I really wanted to make this episode was just to say Daniel Bryan versus Josh Alexander. Somehow, some way, we need to see that happen. I haven't seen anyone on Twitter pine for this match quite like they should be because Josh Alexander has quietly almost been the MVP of Impact Wrestling in 2021. Time and time again, as X Division champion, he's just been killing it. And I know they've been kind of sort of planting the seeds for Josh Alexander to face off against current Impact Wrestling Champion Kenny Omega which would be another banger of a match but putting Josh Alexander in the ring with Brian Danielson holy Jesus you know Brian Danielson would have been phenomenal fit back in the X Division you know the the peak of it right with guys like AJ Styles who he's had classics with in WWE um, with Samoa Joe who he's had classics with all around the world, you know, Ring of Honor, all that good stuff. Guys with with Christopher Daniels, Frankie Kazarian. Brian Danielson was never a part of that, which is a shame because he would have fit in quite well. But seeing him in the year 2021 face off against current X Division champion, Josh Alexander, kind of full circle in a sense, right? I personally thought Josh Alexander has always been really good. Brain and I have always talked about how damn good he is, but he's almost exceeded our expectations as X division champion. He's really revitalized that division in impact wrestling. He's been, he's been must, must watch TV for the past few months as X division, as X division champion. 
seeing him against, you know, Chris Bay versus Mad, you know, he's been feuding with everybody under the sun for this X division championship. He's been killing it, putting, putting him tr- up to a true test against Brian Danielson. Poof. I don't know if impact will ever have better ratings than a match like that. Cause ratings matter nowadays. Damn it. Look ratings. Nah. We're not going to talk about ratings. What we will talk about is you want a match that's going to have incredible rewatch value. You want a match that's going to make people go, oh, wait, there is a star in impact that I need to know about. Daniel Bryan versus Josh Alexander. That is the one. That is a match that I don't think I'm exaggerating when I say would steal the show on pretty much any show in any country in any company. These two guys are simply great at what they do. Josh Alexander and Ethan Page, obviously, is the North slash Monster Mafia. Great tag team, experienced success all around the independent wrestling world. Obviously, the longest reigning impact world tag team champions of all time. But Josh Alexander, we're all thrilled here at Heels, Turns, and Headlocks, all two of us, uh, to see Ethan Page in AEW because we are huge fans of his. We think he has legitimate star potential. And we love that he's had some pretty good matches in feud. The feud that he had with Darby Allen was very entertaining. Uh, in saying that, Josh Alexander, I think, mistakenly was viewed as the wrestler who, after the North split up, might struggle to find his footing as a singles competitor on this I mean, pretty mainstream level. I think I saw somebody, don't quote me on this, but I saw somebody on Twitter, so it must be true, say that Impact got over 100,000 viewers on their most recent episode. That's a lot of freaking people, man. If 100,000 people know who you are, you're a pretty big deal. So, look, I think people had their doubts about whether or not Josh Alexander could thrive on a, a, on a mainstream program, if you will. Those doubts have been eradicated. You know, ever since that match that he had with TJP, it's been lightning in a bottle, but sustained. So maybe the opposite of what lightning in a bottle is supposed to mean. Essentially, Josh Alexander is absolutely killing it. And of all of the the matches and rivalries on this list, I think that is the one that we can call a real dream feud, where seeing Josh Alexander at his very best against Brian Danielson or Daniel Bryan, however you want to call him, coming off of some of the best matches of his career in WWE. I, sign me up, dude. I'll pay whatever you want for that pay-per-view. or Please do put it on a pay-per-view. It's a pay-per-view worthy feud and match. And, hey, man, how cool would it be to see Daniel Bryan fighting for the freaking X Division Championship? That would be awesome. Now, speaking of the X Division, fifth on this list, and obviously we're going to go past five. You know that we can't stick to our word that's not true uh number five though another exhibition wrestler a guy who when you talk about innovation i swear every time i see this guy wrestle he is doing something new to make me say holy s-h-i-t we're so close to not getting that explicit tag maybe that'll make us have to do it i don't know f it uh, no uh, number five is uh the rascal who didn't go to nxt uh trey miguel a guy who Really, I can't stress this enough. Every time I watch him wrestle, he finds a new way to make my jaw drop to the floor. Recently on Impact, there was a four-way match. Uh, Devari, Jake something, Rohit Raju, and Trey Miguel. 
to determine the number one contender to the X Division Championship. Trey Miguel, again, stole the freaking show. The guy is remarkably talented, not only as a high flyer, but pretty creative as far as technical wrestling is concerned. I don't know if I would necessarily call him a technical wrestler, but he makes a clear effort to do some cool and and aesthetically pleasing things when it comes to mat wrestling and submission artistry. And I think that's something that Daniel Bryan would greatly appreciate. We talk about the fact that Daniel Bryan is always looking to the future and always looking to wrestle the individuals who represent that future. Well, 26-year-old Trey Miguel Bear fits the bill. Spider Trey, as they say. Had no idea he was 26 years old. That kills me because that's still really effing young. I said effing, not the other word. So Trey Miguel on Twitter has been has said that he's been training with Alex Shelley, which makes sense as to why Brandon and I are such huge fans. He's so innovative. You know, There's he's doing a lot of stuff in the ring right now that we've never seen before in a wrestling ring. Between these moves that, quite frankly, he shouldn't be pulling off in the way that he does. It's, like I said, it's innovative. Seeing him in a high-profile feud with Brian Danielson, wonders for a, a 26-year-old who's got just... Again, just like I said about Chris Bay, just the whole world in his hands. You know, you want to talk about the future of professional wrestling. Trey Miguel is up there. And that's exactly what I think Brian Danielson's looking for in his post-WWE career. Who knows? He might go back to WWE. We don't know that. But, you know, after after his Rascals teammates went to WWE and Trey Miguel stayed behind, we didn't know what would come about for Trey Miguel. But he's been killing it in Impact Wrestling, you know. He's been he feud, he had a really great feud with Sammy Callahan. I suggest you guys go check that out if you have a chance. Um, I think this is another guy just like we mentioned about Chris Bay. You know, a guy you're gonna build around Impact Wrestling with. He did win an award with Impact Match of the Year in 2020 against Ace Austin, Eddie Edwards, and Eric Young and Rich Swan at Slammiversary. The sky is the limit for Trey Miguel putting him against Brian Danielson with a guy like Alex Shelley as his mentor that he says on Twitter, like he says on Twitter, all of these feuds would be money for impact wrestling. They're not dream feuds. We get it. But if Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson wants to go back to the wrestling aspect of professional wrestling, this is definitely a match. I think that he should seek after. Now, as you all know, we don't stick to five. We give you honorable mentions and impact has quite a few. You know, I was actually pleasant. I was pleasantly surprised when we put this list together, how many names we could come up with. And it really goes to show you that Impact Quietly is a very bright future. They are producing a significant amount of high level up and coming or even present day talent. And that continues with a guy that you just mentioned, Ace Austin, just like Chris Bay, just like Trey Miguel, a really a guy who pushes the boundaries when he's in the ring, somebody who uses the ropes creatively, somebody who knows how to pretty much just utilize their surroundings to come up with the best possible way to drop your jaw, 
And Ace Austin is a guy that I think has a world of potential, a wrestler who I think could be a future world champion in Impact, a guy who actually already has a pretty significant resume when you consider the fact that he is a two-time X Division champion and the winner of the 2021 Super X Cup. And again, only 24 years old. Ridiculous. Uh, Yeah. Ace Austin, insane talent and a guy who I really think is going to be a player for years to come in impact and professional wrestling as a whole. We didn't talk about this next name that I wanted to bring up, but I know you're a big fan, but Brian Myers has had quite the career renaissance in impact wrestling. Don't you think? I know you're a huge Brian Myers guy. Absolutely. The most, the most professional wrestler. What a you great know, gimmick. Can we just stop I, and say like, <laughs> the most professional wrestler? I love it's it. So clever. It's so clever. It's so eighties and I'm so here for it. We've probably gotten some iteration at one point, maybe on main event between Daniel Bryan and Kurt Hawkins, but this would be a different landscape for yeah. both of you guys, a different, different platform for Brian Myers to show what he's actually capable of. I feel like he was definitely, you know, I know you're not held back by the system, quote unquote and whatever, but. You can tell he's more of himself now in Impact Wrestling. Seeing him against Brian Danielson, I think, would be really cool as well. Absolutely. And look, tag team specialist, if you will, a two-time WWE tag team champion, a former TNA world tag team champion. But as you said, dude, this over the past year or so since he debuted in Impact, completely different wrestler. He's, he's, I mean, I think he's thriving in this environment of, of, you know, the modern era of cruiserweight wrestling, right? I think he's come to realize as a guy who stands over six foot, over 220 pounds, he's pretty much a heavyweight in this era. And he's really starting to throw his weight around. And that's made for some, not only good matches, but some good stories. And he's become a very interesting character. I'm 100% on board with that. Would love to see Brian Myers and Daniel Bryan tangle, if you will. Now, going from a guy who, well, I guess what? One tag team specialist to another. But this tag team specialist happens to be one of the most accomplished singles wrestlers really in TNA history. A former TNA World Heavyweight Champion, two-time tag team champion. Pains me every time I say that because it should be way higher. And the most X Division Championship reigns of all time at eight Chris Saban, an absolute legend of TNA, a guy who needs to be in TNA's Hall of Fame, Impact's Hall of Fame, whatever you want to call it, a uh, former IWGP junior heavyweight tag team champion. I mean, the guy is one of the best of the last 20 years, incredibly creative in the ring, et cetera, et cetera. But really, I think what this comes down to, Bear, is if we're going to see Daniel Bryan, Brian Danielson, in an, an Impact wrestling ring, how cool would it be to see him against some true impact wrestling legends? And there, I don't think there's really anybody on the roster. I'll do respect to the other people there who have meant as much to impact over the years as Chris Saban. As much as it pains me to admit, you know, I've always been a Shelly guy through and through. Chris Saban is the most successful motor city machine gun in impact wrestling. I don't think that's a hot take because He's the only one with multiple X Division championships as compared to Alex Shelley's one. He's had multiple, you know, multiple X, uh, I said X Division, world championship reigns, or more than Alex Shelley has, at least, you know. it's 
putting Daniel Brian Danielson, this is what we're going to call him now, Daniel Brian Danielson, putting him up against the best in the world, you do that. And Chris Saban is definitely up there. You know, he's had, he's another one. He's had quite the year for Impact Wrestling thus far. He's kind of, kind of been in the mix, you can say, with Moose. And, you know, Moose has been affiliated, you know, not affiliated, but feuding with Kenny Omega as well. Chris Saban, you know, is another one of those guys you can easily insert into that world championship mix. Seeing him against Chris Saban would be really cool too. Or Chris Saban against Kenny Omega, I should say, it would be really cool too. But Chris Saban against Daniel Bryan, another one of those like, low-key dream matches in the year 2021 i agree and look i have no doubt in my mind that it would deliver on both a story and execution level and that leads us to the final honorable mention i mean there are so many really there are a lot that we could come up with but the last one is a guy who hear us out is really starting to come into his own the new number one contender to the x division championship jake something now that name, it's it's growing on me, I'll admit that. But the guy in a day of, as we said, this era is pretty much the, the evolution of what the X Division and the WCW Cruiserweight Division and Pro Wrestling Noah and companies like that created. You know, when Kenta and Amiji Marafuji came over and everybody started to become more aware of Pro Wrestling Noah through Kenta Kabashi and... Mitsuharu Misawa, everybody started to kind of copy that mold, right? And then you have guys like AJ Styles and Daniel Bryan and CM Punk, and everybody wants to be like them. Well, that's not a bad thing. There's a lot of great wrestling today, but you kind of still need those heavyweights who can just run right through the competition. Balance is what creates great wrestling, and Jake something is a heavyweight who runs straight through the competition. He has a great move set, but he doesn't make things overly complicated, if that makes sense. He runs through the competition. He is physical, he is violent, and he is a big, big dude. And if we have seen anything from Daniel Bryan during his WWE career, it is that when you put Daniel Bryan in an underdog role, there is nobody better. Maybe nobody ever has been better as the underdog than Daniel Bryan. Rey Mysterio would like a word, but still... Daniel Bryan versus Jake something. I think that is the match that could elevate Jake something to main event status in impact and propel him to that world title picture because whether he wins or loses against Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, almost irrelevant. I think this is a rivalry and a match that would make Jake something. I think that's something that Daniel Bryan would really go for. I think that's what he loves doing in professional wrestling at this stage of his career. Above all else, you know, we've seen Brian Danielson go up against giants like Kane, guys like just any big man on the WWE roster we've seen him go up against, and he's always killed it. Putting him in there with Jake something who's a very agile big man. I know he's only, not only, but he's 6'2", according to Wikipedia, and Wikipedia never lies. Putting him up against Brian Danielson, again, propels his career beyond heights. I don't know anybody else on the roster can at the moment for Jake something. This makes his career win or lose. Speaking of win or lose, Mr. LaPrey, and actually this has nothing to do with win or lose. I think we should start shilling product, shall we? Whatamaneuver.net forward slash collections forward slash heel dash turns dash headlocks. Um, the new logo is coming up soon on that site. 
get one or don't doesn't matter to us but you should get one and ah, it matters that's all i got for you there you go no number yeah. anymore screw you guys <laughs> well thank you all for listening we love you i feel like that came to a screeching halt but i'm here for it it did <laughs> We're still we're still new to this, even though we've been what a year and a half. We're still kind of new. To this. <laughs> Bear <Yeah>. with us. <laughs> Regardless, thank you still all so much. Crappy for, jokes. Still the same crappy jokes. Hey, what are we without our crappy jokes? Hey, no explicit tag today. All right. Oh. Should we just mess it up right at the end? Please don't. Uh, look, thank you all for listening. Sorry, this got discombobulated at the end, but we love you very much. We thank you so much for your time. And really, more than anything else, we just want to say, in these crazy times, stay safe. Enjoy your time with your loved ones, but stay safe. And if you can't do anything else today, tomorrow, or whenever you listen to this, keep on loving. Professional wrestling. Well done, Mr. LePray. And boom. You've been listening to Heel Turns and Headlocks with Bear DiGiulio and Brian LaPrey. We hope you enjoyed the show and we'll be back soon with more. But until then, reach out on Facebook at Heel Turns and Headlocks, on Twitter at Heel underscore Turns underscore Pod, and on Instagram at Heel Turns and Headlocks. We'll see you next time.